Hello and welcome to the Not From This Planet podcast, where we talk about books, writing, publishing and lots of other stuff. Hello everybody, it is launch day, woo! <laughs> We're just doing a little podcast to tell you all about our brand new release, um, which is out today, the 21st of December 2020. Two, and it is of course Liz's book Waves of Stardust so Liz and I are going to just tell you a little bit about it go on Liz <laughs> <laughs> um, yes yeah, so it's a book of poetry <laughs> that I've, um, I've I, I said it's illustrated but to me it's just stuff I've doodled you know what I mean but yeah so it's a book of illustrated poetry basically and um, uh it's it's I find it a difficult one to describe because it's obviously very personal for me, isn't it? And it's um, it's you know the topics is mainly you know grief and losing a baby or losing a child. Um, so it's um, it's a difficult it's a difficult not that it's difficult for me to talk about or anything, but it's I find it difficult to describe the book. Yeah, I mean so, it's yeah. it's basically your journey in. Isn't it? Yes, of yeah. It, the it, last yeah. year and a bit. Yeah, it it sort of it starts kind of at right at the beginning of the pregnancy, and then it goes to nine months after the pregnancy is all done. So I suppose mm. we're looking at we're looking at eighteen months of life, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it goes to nine months after birth, but obviously we're we're really talking nine months after death, aren't we? So because it's um, yeah, is it, you know the the major theme is obviously grief and early grief at that, you know, which is, you know, a really raw place to come from. But, it, yeah. you know, it was a it, it's it's you know, it's my story, it's my son's story. And I've, I, I, I wanted to tell it. And apparently the way that I'm telling it is through poetry. And I, it's, it's almost funny to me because I while I have written poetry in the past, I never ever set out in life to write a book of poems. <laughs> so it's, 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 a, it's a bit it's of a, a shock a book of poems as well. It's, you know, um, yeah, you really sort of take, you know, the reader from being sort of hope, joy, expectation to, you know, all the way through what you went through. Um, and I, I find that they're really accessible poems because I like writing poetry as well. I don't do it very often but I used to do it years ago and and I was always kind of free form you know I didn't stick to any kind of format or what you know and I was quite like obvious with what I wrote about and I that's the kind of poetry I really love <laughs> yeah. um, because I feel like if something needs a huge amount of um, sort of interpretation mm. then sometimes the kind of the overall feeling gets a little bit lost um, so I'm not sort of a massive fan of abstract poetry to be fair yeah. Um, so with your poetry, I mean, you, you really just you're there with you, you know, through the poems. And I think that's, you know, they're accessible. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're sort of moving and they can be uh, like read and appreciated and, and understood by everybody, I think is what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be, you know, really into poetry <laughs> to be able to yeah. understand it. You know, I think sometimes poetry does exclude people a little bit from being able to understand it. 
um, which is fine because, you know, it's like art. We've got abstract art that some people will understand and some people won't, you know. Um, but I feel like on this kind of topic, it needs to be able to reach people easily. And I do feel like your poetry really does do that. Well, that, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, I, you know, like I said, I never set out to, to write these poems it was never a plan of mine to write these poems and I mean if, if my if my son hadn't died I wouldn't have written them you know no, to be frank no. um but it has sparked off something in me now and I you know I, I'm still writing now I not not every day necessarily but most days I, I will write something yeah um which is it's, it's quite funny to me because I didn't do that before <laughs> no. know, I didn't write a you know several poems a week before this all happened um and you know, so as as you, as you say, poetry can sometimes be a little bit um, overwhelming for people. Mm. I mean, I, you know, I I've done English at university, and many poems I'll read, and I'll be like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I'm glad to know that 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 that's not the takeaway from mine. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah. you actually it is like reading a story you know it is yeah um you know you are sort of there you are understanding you know what's going on and even though you've written about some very sort of detailed personal kind of things that won't apply to everybody on the same sort of journey of grief they're still universally you know they're still universal you can still apply it to you know other people's situations if that makes sense you know um yeah. you know I mean you talk about in one of them about a little triceratops that you wanted to buy him but you didn't yeah and you know that would apply to anything that somebody sees and thinks oh I'd love to get that for them but I can't or I shouldn't or you know what I mean it's that mm. you know so even though they're sort of personal to you they, they are very much open to you know being able to be applied to anybody's story or journey um, yeah. and um, I, I didn't set out to write you know a book of grief poetry I you know I set out to tell a story yeah, through yeah. poetry I suppose and it, I mean it is it is a book of grief poetry I mean you know it is but the the story runs through I hope from start to end yeah yeah you know so if there's a you know a more sort of general sounding one there's still the story running through because yeah you know it is it is you know important to tell Oshan's story and my story because obviously we're you know it's as much as it is as mine isn't it we're, yeah. we're, we went through this together um so I I just I I just I as I said I, I it's a weird one because normally when you 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 know somebody's being interviewed because they've written a book it you know they've planned it you know quite a while in advance and they always wanted to write this you know what I mean there's a bit more of that <laughs> Whereas I don't know. I never... Some books are accidental. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. But <laughs> the majority some... would be like, oh, yeah. you know, this was this long in the planning. And I always wanted to write this kind of thing. But with me, I never planned to do this. This just happened. And, you know, it's, it's been super helpful for me as well in my grief. But I, I'm, I'm mostly hoping that by sharing this, because it's not easy to share this kind of thing either, that, no it will help other people going through this because the one thing that I've sadly learned since losing my own baby is just how many people lose a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not everybody, um, not everybody is, you know, um, able to put things into words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully that I, I, I might be able to put some of this stuff into words for people who are, 
suffering in the same way yeah and that that would that would be great I mean as I said I've, I've, I wrote this this book for Oshin but also for for everybody who has been through this or needs to understand as well yes definitely I think that's the other key point as well it's not just for people on the same path or in the same situation but it is also people around them who just might not really understand the what they're going through um because I mean little something your you know your non-fiction that was the same sort of thing you know that was your journey of infertility (laughs) um your path to motherhood and you know, so much of that, you know, anybody who's not in the same situation would have no idea, you know, what you Mm. were kind of going through, what you were experiencing, what you were having to deal with. And, um, and anybody who's, yeah, who's never been in these situations, but knows people who have, and that's quite frankly, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, because we all know somebody, like I said, who has had infertility issues, or who has lost a child, Um, they need to read them to really kind of understand what the person's going through um because yeah it is important to be able to understand that so that you can just be there for the person with you know a level of empathy even though you wouldn't you don't know you haven't been through it yourself you don't know what it's like and for for the sort of wider grief perspective as well um um actually reverend um richard coles wrote a book after his um after his husband died Mm. and he it's called the madness of grief and grief is completely insane you know I mean it's mad (laughs) it's completely mad and the other thing that I kind of hope that this this collection does is it gives you a glimpse of what the person might be going through because they're not going to show you all this you know you know as humans we don't want to look like you know all this is going on at all times we we want to present ourselves you know in a different way to the world perhaps but this is a glimpse of you know grief from the word go basically yeah and, yes. and what it's like and the ups and downs and the you know just everything about it and because it it, it is grief is completely mad really like uh, you know like the the title of um reverend coles's book um and i, I I, you know, I have obviously I've been through grief before, but not not for this kind of out of order death. Not so much, you know. Obviously, mm. I obviously I've known younger people that have died, but I, I've never personally lost a child. Yeah. Um, and this kind of out of order death is um, is, is it, you know a death that you shouldn't experience because parents shouldn't outlive their child. That's what I'm trying. That's what I mean yes, when yeah. I say out of order. Um, it is um it's, it's really traumatic as well it's a traumatic grief yeah yeah and um uh, you know hopefully there this um I, I feel i feel like i'm doing like this is a very traumatic read everyone <laughs> i feel like that's are we giving enough of a trigger warning do you think this is oh, like no. <laughs> spoiler alert trigger warning you will need a, a huge box of tissues oh, no. and um, a hot drink and somebody to hug you afterwards I mean, you know, just working on the book, you know, I, I couldn't actually read it in one go. You know, I couldn't actually just sit through the whole thing. <laughs> I had to do it in sections, um, you know, and it's I had to sort of, sort of separate myself from the actual emotion of it to be able to edit. You know <laughs> I mean? It's like yeah. it's actually kind of yeah, it is a hard read. It's not an easy read, but it will really like resonate and hit with the people 
who kind of get it and also with people who don't get it and would like to <laughs> yeah you know who want to understand because like you said there's people who won't be able to put into words how they feel or what they're going through mm. um but they might be able to give the book to people and say this this like this is a hint at what I'm going you know this is kind of you know this is a sort of similar thing to what I'm experiencing right now just so that you can yeah. understand um and I think, you know, it's important to have books like that. I mean, that's kind of the point of books, isn't it? To sort of share stories so that people understand different ways of life, different ways of, you know, ex- you know different experiences. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So on that happy note, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, it's available now today. Today is launch day. Um, it's out in paperback, hardback and Kindle. So, um, and maybe at some point we'll have to look at doing an audiobook. Yeah, we we will do at some point. Yes, yeah. <laughs> audiobooks are on the list for 2023 in general. Um, for anybody listening to this who knows our books, um, because it's definitely been, uh, yeah, a bit of a hurdle that I need to get over. Um, because yeah, we've had so many requests for audiobooks of our stuff, so we need to get on that. But yeah. um, but yes, you are going to read a few poems for us now. Um. And also we have on our social media, TikTok, Insta, Facebook, <laughs> um, there are several reels, TikToks, videos, I don't know what you call them, um, with Liz reading some of the poems and also with just um, some information on the book. And also there's a reel that you just released a couple of days ago, um, which shows the little process, little behind the scenes process yeah, of the, the book. And that's which, um in the all three of those are all at not this planet books not from this planet books is that what i said no <laughs> sorry not this planet not this planet it's, not, it's another planet you see that's the point right not, this one. not from this planet books yeah <laughs> one word all of it um yeah so tiktok insta and facebook um so yeah and you can sort of see what's going on and uh yeah, grab a copy because, like we said, if you haven't been through it yourself, you probably know somebody who has, and it's just a really kind of helpful insight into, um, yeah, what that feels like, what that's like, um, which I think everybody should understand definitely. Yeah, so congratulations, Liz, on another book. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 bittersweet, isn't it? But it is bittersweet. You know, I'm, it I'm, is. I'm happy to. Um, have written this to honor Oshin and to hopefully help other people as well. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I said, if, you know, if it hadn't been for what happened, you wouldn't have written the book. <laughs> so, no, it's, you know, it's, true. it's yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's been born from a place of, you know, extreme emotion and grief. Um, but hopefully will have a positive impact on others. So there's uh, yeah. And I do think it's a lovely way to, um, to honor his, his life and uh yeah and um hopefully people will appreciate my little doodles on each page i love your little doodles <laughs> i think they're awesome because they just they just give a little yeah little sort of snippet into it i think um yeah i like i love the little doodles so i hope everybody likes the little doodles <laughs> yeah my yeah. Uh, my instagram as well is um at stars dot and dot leaves which is where I post a lot of poetry, not necessarily poetry from this book, but poetry in general. Yeah, and you've got your little doodles and videos on there as well, haven't you? Yeah. 
yeah gotta, gotta keep doodling <laughs> i love your doodle i wish i could doodle i really just it's just yeah it's just not happening i didn't i didn't actually draw. realize that i could i could draw anything until this season <laughs> <laughs> so there are so it's been a massive well i mean again like with little something you know it wasn't until you went through your infertility journey that you ended up doing so many other things that you didn't even think you could do like running marathons and mm. you know what i mean it's like each you know major experience has kind of pushed you towards something that you would never have tried before yeah that's true so that's um yeah it's quite an interesting journey of discovering what you can actually do what you're good at (laughs) that's the that's the not from this planet dog in the background yes this is Tuli, and she's currently barking at next one of our neighbors who is walking (laughs) past the house because they dared walk past the house all right shush baby all right you know, you, we, we always have some something in the <laughs> podcast, you know, just like a dog or, you know, phone noise. Or... Something random. <laughs> but we're not going to edit that out because that's life. Life is good. Exactly. And this is a conversational podcast. So. <laughs> well, as opposed to those really professional ones. Fact, it, the ones, you know, the, the really profesh ones. <laughs> Totes profesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, we'd like to wish our listeners, readers, people um, a very Merry Christmas or holiday, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, we do have big plans for 2023, don't we, Liz? We do indeed. So we will uh, keep you updated. And um, yes, go and get a copy. Can't stress this enough. I mean, it's, yeah, buy a copy for a friend, buy one for yourself by several give them as gifts if you order them now on amazon you probably will still actually get it in time for christmas i had dread to say that but i mean it's possible it could happen. Um, <laughs> it could happen you never know um if they will actually deliver to your house which amazon decided not to deliver to my house today um <laughs> so yeah grab a copy have a good read just make sure that you have support around you if um if it is a huge trigger for you definitely yeah don't, it will. Um, if 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 you if you might find this upsetting, then take it easy. The book yeah. the book is about grief, but it's also about love as well. It's it's not yeah. it's not it's not all those. You know, it's 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 positive, and there's room for hope as well in the, yeah. in, in this in this book. But just just be kind to yourself and take it easy when reading. If if you feel you might be triggered, yeah, because it's it. I mean. Even if you've not been in that situation, it probably will still trigger you. So, well, yeah, because you know, I mean, it, you know, grief is universal. There's no person that yeah. hasn't experienced grief, and it, exactly, you know, it, it'll tap into uh, other other losses as well. I'm sure. Exactly. So just, but you know, it's as I say, it's it's not all it's not all those. It's um, hopefully no. it's hopefully it just shows that you know the, the the spectrum of grief really, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Grief and love are the same thing almost. Yeah, two sides of the same coin, isn't that some somebody says? Yeah, that's it's not that's one that's in one of the poems actually. Ah, very well. Somebody <laughs> said it and it was you. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's gone in, see look's gone into her brain and Exactly. You're famous already. Fabulous. So yes. Grab a copy. I'm going to say it again. Go and buy a copy now. It's in paperback, Kindle, hardback, whichever you prefer. Um, the hardback is beautiful, just so you know. And it is, um, yeah, yeah. And the, and the the cover as well, the uh, painting. 
Oh, I, yeah, I love the cover. Um, so that's by our very talented illustrator, Lou, who did the mermaid book as well. She did the illustrations for the mermaid. So, um, so yes, grab a copy, have a read, and, um, yeah, have a Merry it's, Christmas. Yeah, and also you free, feel free to send us a message as well or send me a message if you want to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Reach out if it has, you know, if it has sort of reached, you know, touched you. Yeah. Then, uh, and also if you love it or even if you don't please leave a review <laughs> be, be kind don't be, don't be too mean though <laughs> um, be because, little, you know. <laughs> because reviews are always great for the you know visibility yada yada um, you know because we want people to see this we want, want it to get out to people we want them to you know have a read leave reviews um, so yeah. yes please do leave a review yeah, this is this is my sort of small way of of leaving uh, an impact on the world on Ocean's behalf, isn't it? This is my small way of doing that, and in the process of doing that, helping others, hopefully. Exactly. So yes, thank you for listening. We will be back with another episode fairly soon, maybe after Christmas. Yeah. And um, we will. Um, I will record some of the poems in a separate episode as well, and that will come out at some point soon. With with it being Christmas and everything, now I can't guarantee when, but it'll come out soon. Fabulous! Happy Christmas, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> so these poems are all taken from the collection Waves of Stardust. The first one is called Can You See Them? Tonight coloured lights grace the sky followed by the boom fireworks joining the light of the moon I watched these sparkles disperse through the haze sending wonder far and near and I held back tears because you weren't here I hope my darling you see these sparks where you rise little twinkles bursting through to reach your skies. The boy who lived. Can I freeze time right when you were alive, when you were breathing, when your eyes were looking at me and let me realise the significance of the moment. Let me know this was the only time you'd ever do this. Hammer it home to me. This moment will never come again. Help me take it all in just that bit more. Let me ask someone to take more photographs. Let me ask them to take different photographs. Just freeze the bloody time, please. Let the beep beep of the machines replace the ticking. Let me live in this moment where you're alive and I realise that you're looking at me. And I realise you never will again and we can look at each other more. And I can tell you I love you more in this moment where no one is dead and there's a flicker of hope that you might be the boy who lived not just for 53 minutes but for a lifetime where you grow old and watch me die instead. Your name in the sand. I'm on the sand with your daddy, your sisters and your brother I write your name in the sand because I want you to be with us, because I can. Each letter etched into the slightly wet sand, each letter leaving a little moment, a little imprint, a little reminder to the world that you were here, you lived, you deserve to be remembered. 
and all the beaches, all the seas should know your name and the water should carry your name everywhere. Until there's not a sea creature that has not heard the whisper of your name carried through the oceans because you were here and you matter. Every cloud will send down your name on every raindrop and splash it everywhere so that every human on earth will be touched by your memory and every puddle will tell your story of how you and your short life could create so much love that even the waves cannot comprehend it as they slither and sometimes crash over the etched letters of your name in the sand and the love you brought to the world. Not sharing is uncaring. Trying not to breathe into the broken, breathing it in on account of four out in six. Shallow breaths and eyes at the sides. I've got two girls and two boys, she said. Yes, me too, I think. But they're not all here. And I admit my youngest. And I explain my youngest when asked how many children I have, because I am not feeling strong today, because I want to remind the world that he existed, but because I don't know what to say without giving the game away. There is no game, there is just truth. Without breathing in the brokenness, without swallowing the brokenness whole, without letting my guard down, but I'm guardless in your wake. I don't want my voice to choke or a tear to fall, not here, not now. I let the tears fall here, now. I hold the tears in here, now. I don't say him, so I tell everything about him. With my shallow breaths and my eyes dancing around the peripheries and my eyes looking straight at theirs, saving the asker from awkwardness, paying ask awkwardness into the room, telling all, saying nothing and not relinquishing the small amount of control I have relinquishing every morsel of control I have. Parquet flooring. I took a photograph of scuffed parquet flooring, brown, zigzag, old. We were sitting in a room at the register office, plucked from the weight, ushered to a quiet space, choking in the nippy air, scraping chairs and heels on wood, away from the other people, happy to register their baby's birth. I stared down at this parquet flooring, a room used for planning weddings and joyous occasions, where sparkles light the room from bright eyes and coy smiles, a makeshift space for two people in the deepest of shocks, a weight of a thousand moons, a thousand sunrises and sets, just this zigzag flooring, and spinning thoughts. Just about a week since he died, since we had to walk away from his body, and about 10 days until his funeral, where we would have to walk away from his body again. We have to register a birth and a death, both his, and see it in printed text, feeling smothered in black letters, stamping their finality. A life lived of only 53 minutes. Is this stardust floating through the air or just the ashes of those who aren't there? Are these wet patches on the floor from rain-covered shoes or tears? Rivers of tears overflow 
I don't know. Would you join me in these emotionless motions with the gracious registrar, aware that the couple before us had their baby with them, sitting on the floor, no doubt, in its carry car seat, taking their time, savouring this significant moment? Why would I take a photograph of that flooring, in that room, of that moment? What purpose did early morning grief think it would serve? Should I have pointed the lens upwards to face the sky instead, to scramble in this intake of breath, to scream from the bottom of your feet, out of your mouth and into the ether? There's no place this pain cannot reach. We won't come back until the funeral over a week later, just mummy, daddy, baby and the ground, the cold, dark ground with the freshly dug earth from which all beauty flows. We will throw a flower each and they'll perfectly cross one over the other, white like the cleanest snowfall, green like the richest buoyant life. But can we smash it all up, tear it all into pieces and start again, bring it all to a standstill and restart, spin the earth on edge so the phone rings differently, so the voice says, good news, it's all clear, it's all okay, I've seen your future and I've taken all the pain away, no numbers need to matter here because he's okay. And you'll go to the register office and you'll bring home one certificate, not two, and there'll be no funeral, no rain-soaked earth where you'll drive off, leaving your baby in the ground, desperate to run back and wrench the coffin from the soil. You'll just be at home with him, being normal in the rays of starlight that new humans bring to the world. The only brokenness you'll feel will be lack of sleep, not like there's a piece torn away from your core, where you'll, where you'll replay watching him die in your mind during casual conversations while watching TV. And you'll cry those tears that pull hurt through your whole body. Those earth-shattering tears, the ones you weep with a guttural pain, begging time to rewrite, for phones to ring differently and for forces more powerful to intervene. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We'll be back again with you soon.